Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe... I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon, happy Monday, welcome in. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainer and Enrique Alvarez Clara with you as usual. I apologize, we're, we're a little uh, frantic here at the moment because, well, it, it's actually part, mostly my fault. I was at the press conference earlier today, <coughs> excuse me, and I rolled into the station at 1.58 p.m., uh, two minutes before we're supposed to go on for to the on the show, so we just had to set up a couple things. I was trying to down a Chick Fil A sandwich, um, walking in the door, and a couple fries as well. And, and now I see this German chocolate cake in front of us as well. And so I'm seeing I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, are, are we supposed to eat this on the air? What's up, VJ? Yeah, well, I'm gonna cut you guys a piece, and Take then I'm rest. taking the rest. Yep. To Omaha with me, rightfully so. I just want yeah. I just want one little piece. Yeah, I am. I gotta get DP a piece too. So you guys make yeah. sure you know DP. For the record, I'm cutting you a piece. So if it's gone, it ain't me. That's fine. It's not gonna be us that takes it. Um, Rico has been setting up the stream during this time as I once again took blame for for us kind of being all out of sorts this afternoon right now. Um, but there is a lot to get to. As always, feel free to chime in. Uh, if you have not heard, we have kind of a new deal going on for a, a temporary amount of time. Uh, Starter Heyman text line, 402-999-4620. So it is not the same number as usual. It is a different number, 402-999-4620. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, though, if you would like to call in, is the same number, 402-464-5685. Rico. Hello. Hi. Hello. There it is. Oh, goodness. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. It was uh, kind of wild and crazy here for a bit. It, it was, was. It was a blast. It was. Lots to do. It's an exciting day. I got to sit across the table from Tom Osborne, so that was... I did see. I missed that. That was, that was me being starstruck, in case anybody noticed. I asked one question. The entire, he was mm-hmm. here for, what, 
almost two hours. I asked one question. That's awesome. Two hours with a legend. You don't get that usually. I don't know what to say. I really didn't. Vershawn was asking great questions. DP asked a couple questions while he was here. He stayed. You know how yeah. normally, you know, he, he stays till uh, about that, that first part of uh, VJ show and then pieces out. Yeah. He stayed for a while. Also, um, it's freezing in here. Why is it 10 degrees in here? Uh, because we need it to be cold. The thing needs to stay on. It was warm in here before. It has cooled down dramatically. It is an ice box. It is. Well, like normally the, it is an ice box. It is bad today. The controller said that it was 59. It so is probably 35. I should probably raise that a little bit, but the con- the controllers in Mark's office. And I so. will say, like I like a cold room. I mu- I would much rather have it nice and chilly. I do not like it. Then in then like stuffy and hot like usual, but I do not have a jacket. Because you know why? It's 68 degrees outside. Because you ran it in is from beautiful. a presser. It is beautiful outside. I am wearing – I thought about hitting up the range after I get off work today, so I brought out the golf shorts and the golf polo. Well, sorry. You're going to have a lot of work to do. It is freezing. I have podcasted nope. nothing. No, it's okay, Rico, because you know why? It's Monday, which means we have help from Alexis. Shout out, Alexis. Alexis, if you're listening on the way drive in from Kearney, well, you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we all do. Uh, we've got multiple – we could we – could, Probably fill the the, the entire <laughs> month of March with just video clips from Vershawn and Tom Osborne's yeah, I'm going to have conversation. To, I'm going to have to go look back and listen to that. I gave you one. You did. You did, and I appreciate uh, and that. And then, you know, the rest of the two hours he was here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I will definitely have to go back and listen to it. Once again, the new text line just for a couple days. We'll, we'll keep you updated as we go along. Why don't you guys open a window? Ha, 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 that's a good idea. Just window. Break the break the glass. We over could just here. put a window on the wall. Just, you know, through there and then through the through the through the computer room and then through I, my it, office. Like Rico, it is actually freezing. That's why I've kept I'm this, starting, I've I'm kept starting to get I'm sorry about it. I this literally can't do anything about it. This is somebody can. Does Mark have the remote? Who has the remote? There is uh, the remote on the te- somewhere. On the text line. And also, we don't have names, so I'm sorry. I, I don't know your names. But uh, from every all intents and purposes, everything I've heard, it's Osborne. Osborne. At least from people in Tom Nebraska, Osborne. it's Osborne. Oh, Outside of Nebraska, they say Osborne. But the people in Nebraska always say Osborne. I'm not sure, really. But I'm going to go with the people in the state, considering he's from the state. So, Osborne. Okay, so Osborne. Tom Osborne, uh, really good stuff, I'm sure. There, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. Uh, as always, you can always hit up the pod. Excuse me, the Chick Fil A sandwich. <laughs> uh, you can always hit up the. I was worried right as I took my last bite before we went on the air. About ten seconds before we went on the air, I was like, "Man, I'm about to have the hiccups on the show," but I have not yet. Um, I did down my chicken. Yeah, I made. I air fried some chicken last night. Ooh, it was fantastic. A little TikTok recipe. I will say, like air fryers, man, like. Air fryers are are fantastic. Oh yeah, they're great. And and we don't we don't have a whole lot of time. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff I want to get to. We hit on Nebraska basketball, Nebraska women's basketball, oh. spring ball. Okay, listen to this. Here's here's a here's a, a suggestion. John says this. Hey Nick and Rico, you could do a remote from the parking lot. It's warm outside. John, <laughs> trust me, man. I I kid you not. Let's it go is probably set up the table. it is probably a 42 degree difference. Did you know from outside to inside the studio? Did not the know? actual station, but inside the studio. It's Antarctica in here. During the eclipse, they did a show from the roof. Oh. It wasn't a whole show because they got told that they had to get down. <laughs> but they, they started a show from the roof of this building. Did you um, – do you remember where you were? Were you here for the eclipse? I was 
I was in Lincoln. I wasn't working. Uh, I was at my apartment complex when it happened. Okay. I uh, we uh, we all went out to the football field at Pius. That was where we all and we just laid on the field and watched the eclipse. It was it was, it was our, pretty cool. It was me and Rachel's first apartment complex. It was trash. Oh, that's um, too bad. But uh, yeah. I'm it not going to name it. it. Yeah, it's, but you know. no, call him out right now. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, tempting, tempting, very tempting. All right, so a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, I want to talk a little Husker hoops because they did win last night by a lot. A lot. Uh, Nebraska is now two and thirty on the road under Fred Hoiberg. Both of those wins coming against the Nittany Lions of Penn State. Um, <laughs> once again on the road, which is pretty. Phenomenal, if you ask me. I mean, they own Penn State, and they want all their conference games on the road to be played in uh, University Park. And so, if with- Nebraska played played Illinois at Penn State, they would win. <laughs> Neutral site <laughs> game. I tweeted something out that I was like, "This is this is actually really bad when you think about it." But I was like, "How's this quad four lost taste, Penn State?" <laughs> <laughs> It sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Quad four losses suck. You and your you and your what seven <laughs> Big Ten wins this season. That, but also like Nebraska knows what Quad four losses feel like too. Irrelevant. Called Western Illinois. Irrelevant. Right off, right off the gate. Um, so I want to get to that. The quote of the day out of the press conference, I th- I would say uh, would be Scott Frost saying, "I don't want to kick a turd." <laughs> <laughs> He said what? I didn't get to. I have it all recorded. I didn't get to listen to any of it because I was during during the during the first break. He said what? During the first break, it was actually funny because Sip asked him this question or something. But um, I think it was Sip. Uh, One of somebody asked him a question about special teams and like what what needs to change the overall. (laughs) And it was like five minutes into his presser, and he just goes, "Well, I I don't want to kick a turd." And there is like silent because nobody knew if we were supposed to laugh. He's like, huh, "Sorry, sometimes the farm references still still come out." <laughs> and then it was just silence once again. Nobody like, said anything, uh-huh, and he's just like, uh-huh. "Okay, so overall, I mean, we just need to kick and, and punt wow. better." That's all he nobody said. Nobody laughed at Scott Frost. Jokes. Oh no, no, we all laughed, but we were all just sitting there like, "Do we ask another question? Is he done with it?" And then he's like, "Yeah, overall, we got to kick and punt better," and that was it. My man doesn't want to kick a turd. Doesn't want to kick a turd. So that was probably the quote of the day. All right, coach. Um, I okay. Maybe I will say this: the the quote of the day, and I hope I hope they don't get mad at me for saying this. Um, yeah, it should be okay. We're look. It was it was it was broadcast. Like everybody. Yeah, well, this was this part was not. Oh. Um, it, it'll be okay though. So I, I, we're riding down. I'm riding down the elevator with with the offensive coaches because I had to leave after the offensive coaches. Um got done with their individual roundtables. So I'm riding down the elevator with Mickey Joseph, Brian Applewhite, uh, Riola, and and Whipple. And, and Becton, I guess. And Mickey Joseph's in the elevator goes, yeah, they asked me, you know, is this a stressful job? And I'm thinking to myself, man, this would be a whole lot less stressful if we didn't have to play these games. And that's all he said. <laughs> and he's like, so, he's, and then he, I was riding down the, the elevator with somebody else um, in the media, and he goes, you guys don't care about the defensive coaches? He's like, I don't either. He's like, appreciate it. So like, <laughs> we we talk about we talk about it all these all the time about how these coaches are are brand new, and that was kind of a topic of conversation today. How well and e- how well they're meshing together and, and things like that. But uh, it it seems like just from from their conversations away from the mic with each other, just standing in the hallway and things like that, it, it feels like they get along extremely well, which. 
rumor was that the previous staff didn't always it wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, there's not a lot of details regarding all that, and we don't need to get into that because that's the past. But right now, we're sitting here with Mark Whipple, who was explaining to to us asking him questions about how um, a really cool quote that that stood out to me was. He did not. He told the guys this morning before practice that he was not going to judge them. He goes, I'm not judging you on the first day. He goes, I'm going to judge you on day two. And he goes, because the, he goes, we haven't, they haven't been able to see themselves in film. We haven't been able to watch anybody else on the team in film. Mm -hmm. And he goes, so how can I expect them to do something when I don't even know where the hell I'm supposed to be? Because he admitted it over and over. I didn't, he's like, this, these practices much more, um, much more intense than they were at Pitt, and much more there. There was a lot more guys doing things at every moment of the practice than it was at Pitt, hmm. which which that part stood out to me. And he goes, "Is that a good thing or is that a I think bad thing?" I think it is because you're getting forty plus reps every single time. But are they good reps? Well, they're running two groups of of eleven on eleven, mm-hmm. or or you know two groups on each side of the field. Because it could be said that maybe you're maybe you're spreading yourself. Too thin, maybe you 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 condense things. Like I'm not saying that this is what they yeah. should do. I'm just you know playing devil's advocate here. Uh, you know at, at Pitt, you know they they kept everything condensed and it wasn't you know so many things going on at one time. They were able to focus on one thing. Whereas here, you've got a lot of different things going on. Yeah, people are getting reps. Yeah, more people are getting things done. But who's to say that the things they're getting done are are up to the standard that you know maybe a, a different group doing the exact same thing is doing? Like mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Yeah, and so one other thing that kind of came out from from Mark Whipple, and and we will cut this all up, and throughout the course of the week, we'll we'll play a multitude of clips um, each day. But something that really stuck out to me was he goes, "I want to make sure that when guys mess up, that there's a reason that they like they that I have a reason on why they messed up, mm-hmm. and I'm not just saying they messed up, and then they ask me how to fix it, and I don't have a complete answer for them." And he goes, "the the best thing is," he said, "I have no problem with a guy." And he goes, I, I hope to see this here in a couple of weeks, that when a guy messes up in a, pra- in a practice or in a single play, he comes back and goes, what, Coach, why are you looking at me like that? I know I messed up. I know what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Because he goes, there, despite him messing up, he understands that there's a connection there or there's a disconnect on why he didn't get the ball or didn't catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And he said, for example, um, when and, – and I don't even think about it sometimes like this, and, and this was one of the quotes that stuck out to me. He said um, something along the lines of, you know, a wide receiver can go run a comeback route and, and miss the ball. And he goes, it could be a good throw by the quarterback, and the, the, the wide receiver can miss the ball, but it's because he went and stopped after 15 yards instead of going 18 to 20 yards and then coming back because if you only stop at 15 yards down the field, you don't get that defensive back into his back pedal. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's little things like that where I want them to get that connection and, and understand that, that those three extra yards – matter a whole lot determine and, and, and winning and losing football games and getting a first down on third down okay. and so it's like little things like that that stuck at, stood out to me this morning and this afternoon I guess talking to Mark Whipple and talking and hearing from Scott Frost and and all the offensive guys and so a lot of a lot of interesting things um was there a was you know sorry to no 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 go ahead anything. was there was there any player that was mentioned any more than anybody else because I remember what yeah. was it Last year, who did they mention a lot? They mentioned Xavier Betts a lot. They mm-hmm. mentioned, they mentioned Gabe Irvin a lot. Uh, any were there any players like that mentioned a bunch? 
there was um, Jacquez Yant. Jacquez Yant was you mean mentioned. VJ's VJ's favorite running back. A whole lot. He was mentioned a whole lot. Listen, this, Jacquez Yant has a chance to be one of the great running backs. He he has a chance. Yeah. Okay. He has a chance to be great. He has all the tools. Mm-hmm. He just has to hone in some of the you know fine tune a little tuner you yep. know get that get that stuff worked out some of the little small bugs, mm-hmm. dude. He's gonna have a chance, man, to be awesome. I uh, the words that um, oh gosh, hold on, let me find because I, I know can't. I saw I want to say on the Twitter Ramir and Garrett Nelson. Yeah, maybe Nick Henrich also. All all three of them mentioned Ja. So Ramir Johnson, this is a quote from Ramir, says asked about was asked about the returning guys in that running back room, and Ramir said something along the lines of their mindset is different. And then he specifically named out that Yant is bigger and faster. And then Scott Frost talked about how Yant is bigger and faster, and that he's had a really, really strong offseason. Okay. And potentially the best offseason out of that running back room. Okay. Question, bigger and faster. How's the how's the mind on the playbook? I think go ahead, VJ. I, I know you got thoughts. Well well, I, I thought when I saw today what I saw today, they were a lot of install I, I didn't see stuff. Them, I didn't, yeah, I I mean a lot of install stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't see any bust out of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a year older, you get a year wiser. And I think he had people gave him enough, you know, stuff about him not knowing the plays that that was something that he was going to do. And I think well, with having Apple White there, they got to make sure that he knows what he's doing. I'll ask this: I mean, do we even hear about Jaquez Yant not knowing the plays if he doesn't get pulled in the middle of the season? Mm. Like, is that even a topic of, of conversation? Well, maybe it'd be a, it'd be it might be if you know he had that. So he had the big game against Northwestern. If if he doesn't see the field again, like not, you yeah. know, him getting pulled, but if he doesn't see the field again, it's, you know, he had this explosive game, this fantastic game. Why haven't we seen him? Yeah. And then it could be the whole, well, he doesn't know the playbook. We can't get him in. We can't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I think you wouldn't have. I mean, for me, you probably wouldn't have never heard about that. Yeah. Had they not pulled him. But it happens at this point in stage of the game. He's got to do. Everything to solidify himself as the number one guy, the guy who can run for a thousand yards, the guy who wants the ball twenty to twenty-five times a game. He has to have that mentality in his own mind, in his own heart, that I'm the I'm the starter. All you guys are chasing me. Yeah, you know. So one thing that Mark Whipple was asked uh, at the at the roundtable there was, "Are you? Do you feel like you can win the league with a guy that doesn't run for a thousand yards?" And Mark Whipple like sat there for a moment and goes, "Well, you need three. Oh, and he's like, "We need one that that knows pass protection." But he's like, "You know, sometimes they don't know the pass protection as well as another guy, so we have to have three or four. He goes, "Actually, let's do four ready to go." And he's like, "And, and I feel confident that we'll be able to have four ready to go." I wouldn't mind having like. And he goes, "He maybe goes, not- I expect it." And he goes, "I think I think Coach Applewhite expects it too." Yeah, like I kind of you know I kind of agree with with Vershawn on the whole. I I want. A uh, 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 lead horse. I want a. I want a back who can, you know, be the guy, get the twenty to twenty-five carries, whatever, yeah. do all that. But if you have four running backs who are, you know, pretty competent among each other, and they can, you know, uh, all do like the same stuff, I wouldn't mind that. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can give four people the ball. 
I think there's a yeah. lot of that. That's a lot of you know when when running backs, especially quarterbacks, right? Okay, so if a quarterback is setting the ball, right? He's setting the ball into a running back's stomach and setting that big pocket. Mm-hmm. The pocket that is that that's going to be set from Yant is going to be the, the, the different yeah. pocket than Ramir Johnson. Exactly. So you know, there's you you start getting four and five running backs going, and all of yeah. a sudden now muscle memory is real. So all of a sudden now instead of putting it into uh, a a Yant's pouch, now you're putting it into Ramir's pouch, or yep. you're putting it in the Steps pouch, or you're putting it in a Grant's pouch. It's completely different. Yeah. Yep. You know, so having someone having one maybe two guys. To me, is good, and then having another two that's ready to go, yeah. that's playing special teams. That if they if their numbers called, they're willing to take the answer. But that's what I'm saying. You have the four that are ready to go, yeah. but you still have like the one or the two that you are you are leaning on heavily. But you have four that you're not afraid. Two, like if something happens, mm-hmm. we got these guys. We're yeah, good. It's yeah. two guys that have taken the job. Yeah, that have taken it. But those other two guys behind them. Are are capable of of playing and filling in when needed. Mm-hmm. Um, what what another thing that was interesting? Uh, Mark Whipple said that Casey Thompson got the first team reps today, uh, but he goes, "We're not going off of of skill level." He's like, "We're going off of reps." So he goes, "Don't read too much into that." Um, and he go, "So I mean, Casey Thompson, you can pencil him in at the as the one." There was more talk about Chuba Purdy today than there was about Logan Smothers. I don't know how much you read into that because there's just some some curiosity circling, obviously, around Chubba Purdy because he is a new addition. Mm-hmm. And Nick, so Purdy can slang that thing. He he also got nicked up. I know, but he can so, slang that. I mean, he is oh, he's got a big time arm. Seriously, yeah, he's got a big but time arm. Now it, it all goes, will, he, will will he start? Probably. I don't know. I doubt it. It all goes back to what off what they want to do on offense. Yeah, because I believe Garrett Nelson or, or one of the defense guys. I, I believe it was Garrett Nelson. Um, kind of meshing all together. Uh, Garrett Nelson said something about you know because it was you're, you've been used to hitting the same guy for three years in a row now. What what's it like hitting different dudes and going after different dudes and trying to pressure them? He goes, well, they all do different things. He goes, Chuba can can move around a little bit better. Logan runs a little bit more better than he passes, and, and Casey will have no problem standing in the pocket a little bit longer too. So that just tells you kind of about the about the diversity in this quarterback room, and, and if. This coaching staff needs to figure out um, what they want to do on offense because they should have a quarterback that fits what they want to do to a tee. And I know Garrett because Nelson, they have all the options. Yeah, I know Garrett Nelson also said uh, they asked him about the quarterbacks. He said they're still fast, or maybe I'm just slow uh, when talking about the speed of the quarterbacks. So yeah. you still got you still got guys who can move. Yeah. Now don't don't don't. Hopefully it's not uh, you know running back as a quarterback, but. Uh, as long as you got guys who can move, the offense that at least Scott Frost wants to run, I don't know about Whipple, uh, is 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 alive and well. Yeah, so is it Kool-Aid season? Maybe. Maybe. Nope, nope, we're keeping you off. Don't turn it on. Do not turn it on, Rico. I don't need to hear this. I mean, he did cut me a piece of cake. Okay, go on, oh, Rico. Drinking the Kool-Aid. I got a gallon of the Big Red Super Sweet. Mm. Big Red mm. Super Sweet Kool-Aid for you, Nick, and anybody else that want to drink some. Delicious. I will say this. I Rico's drinking the Kool-Aid. It's, it's, hard, oh, yeah. it's hard not to be excited talking to coaches, talking to not, – not even head coach, Scott Frost. It's exciting talking to assistants. It's, it's good being able to have those 30 minutes of – of individual roundtables where you're sitting across like you and I are, Rico, mm-hmm. and having a conversation rather than you sitting on a chair five yards away from him and him standing up at a podium. There's just there's something different about it. There's that personal 
uh, connection there that you, you feel like you can get and have a, have an authentic conversation. So there is some excitement surrounding Husker football, and and for the right reasons. I, I think after today, I mean they're 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 nicked up bad on the defensive side. They have a lot of guys out, um, and they're not they're not afraid to admit that. But they expect to have them back. But then you wonder, you know, how how smooth is that transition back? And they lost a lot of people in that secondary. They lost they lost a lot of guys in that secondary. And Quentin Newsom w- made something or made a comment earlier today that was really kind of eye opening for me. And he said uh, he was asked if if he felt like his job was was open. And he goes, I don't think anybody's job is taken. And he's like myself included. And he goes, that goes through all eleven spots on the defense. Good. Yeah. Good. And, Nobody's safe. And, and I don't think I, I like I, I don't think we came into this expecting Eric Shenander to to give jobs mm-hmm. away. Like we haven't seen that in years past. So why would that be different this year? It's just there, there's a lot of question marks, especially in that defensive back rooms, because you have guys like Noah Pola Gates and Braxton Clark who were told that they had good practices and, and things like that, but it's unproven talent on Saturdays. And Nebraska at the end of the day was a three and nine team last year despite having having quite a few additions. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We will dive into this a little bit more in the next segment. We may get touch on quarterbacks. But I also want to talk Trev Alberts and, and kind of decision-making because um, there there are two ways with the decisions that Trev Alberts has made the last couple months with Scott Frost reduced contra- uh, contract and now Fred Hoiberg similar way. There are two ways kind of that – in two years, we could look back and and look at Trev Alberts that way, if that makes sense. One being, all right, yeah, Trev Alberts, smartest man alive. Thank goodness he's the athletic director and, and the fan base is not. And then the second way is kind of the way that we're all looking at Bill Moose right now, going, yikes, man, what what was the what thought process? What were you doing? Um, so we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. We'll lay out the picture, and then we'll touch on Nebraska men's basketball and their big win over Penn State last night. We'll do all that and more coming up on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.